Welcome to another episode of Dylan and Hillen. I'm Nene. And I'm Coco. We definitely are comedians. But we're hella funny. We damn sure ain't no psychiatrist. But we be dropping gems of wisdom. What we are is Black Girl Magic Personified. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful discussion. Today, we are talking about something everybody can relate to, okay? We are talking about besties, okay? Your ride or die. I mean, yo, what about your friends? Can they stand their ground? Hey, be around here. If you don't know TLC, please get into it, okay? Um, today's discussion is going to surround the ebb and flow of the dynamics of friendships. And we have a few special guests with us. So come on in as we discuss. The day ones or the day dones. Hi, everybody. Welcome. All right. Um, I, Sierra, I'm not sure if you and Toya are together. I thought maybe I misunderstood. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank We're you. We're so happy to have everyone on. It's most exciting. <laughs> exciting. So as soon as our other guest rejoins us, we will go ahead and just do a brief introduction. We want to make sure everyone knows everyone. Um, and let me start off by saying is that this is a very safe space. We open all collective and collaborative conversation um, with no judgment. So feel free to show your thoughts, your feelings, your ups, your downs, your highs, your lows um, as we navigate through this conversation. So Coco and I started this series a couple of weeks ago um, talking about friendship. She and I have been friends for 27 years and um, just really started to discuss the dynamics of what that's looked like. Um, you know, we've lost some friends on, along the way. Some friends have taken up that in all of life's ups and downs. And we thought, hey, let's talk to other people about their friendships. <laughs> so um, that's what we're hoping to do tonight. And we're going to navigate our questions. But of course, we do not have to stick to script verbatim. I heard some people were practicing. <laughs> Break, so we'll go with um, we'll go with what we can. Hi, Sissy. I'm sorry, I was mistaken. Is Toya with you in the same room? Oh, okay. He'll be here. She's in the restroom. Coming right back. Sorry. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, what are you eating? I. Like, <laughs> what's that in that in your? Ooh, I knew. I was like, that's got to be ice cream. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I wanted to go get some. <laughs> She said, whatever you do, please. And I I didn't want to wine at the moment. You're not old enough for wine, are you? Who's not, who's not old enough for wine? Before we get into familiar relationships, let's go ahead and introduce our friends, okay? Um, my is in my tummy right now. I don't <laughs> like this. This is not real. <laughs> Naisha, why don't you go ahead and start? All right. My name is Naisha. Um, what do I say? Just my name? Yeah, introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell us a brief little something about yourself. Um, I'm Coco's sister, her baby sister, even though I look older. <laughs> we get that all the time when we ask. <laughs> so we should probably stop asking. Um, <laughs> I'm in Round Rock, Texas. We moved here about, what, two years after you did, Coco? Yep. Um, to be close with family. And yeah, I'm happy to be here tonight. And yes, Deanne and I were practicing, but we're like, wait, we need to kind of capture this live. Why are we going to do the questions? So we stopped that question too. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't get in too far. Absolutely. Well, like, it took like, what, 30 minutes to get through the first question where oh, I was like, oh, this is some good oh, stuff. We should probably. <laughs> we were catching up too. So yes. yeah. 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 Deanna, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? 
Uh, I'm Deanne. I was invited by Naisha. Um, I'm in Chicago, Illinois right now. Been here for about 10 years, but I'm originally from uh, Santa Cruz, California, which is where I met Nye uh, at the university. Um, I'm a mama of two amazing growing girls, um, a partner, a lover, a sexy lady, hey. all the above. Hey. I love it. And I'm sorry it's so late. I didn't realize you were in Chicago. Hopefully. No, that's okay. It's only seven. Okay. 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 Yeah, you're the same time with us. Yeah, she's on awesome. that time. That worked out. Okay. Miss Sierra. Hello. Um, my name is Sierra. Everyone calls me Cece. I am a Dillard alum as of 2020. I am also um, Janae's middle sister. <laughs> So definitely excited and grateful to be here. I have my sister Toya here, who's a really good friend of mine. Um, she's currently using the restroom, but we are definitely excited and grateful to be here and to share our story. Awesome. Welcome. Just and like a sister bust someone out. <laughs> she's been in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, for those of us who don't know us already, Coco, you want to go ahead and give our breakdown? Yes. Yeah, so I am um, Coco. If you don't know me, it's Nicole. Um, Janae and I, I mean, let's be real. Um, Janae and I have known each other for 27 years. We met in high school. Um, we've been through our ups and downs. Um, we went through quite a few pivotal moments and, um, incidences in our lives that shaped who we are as, you know, black women, as friends that became sisters. Um, and, that kind of black black girl personified, black girl magic personified has to be celebrated because there's not many people out there you can call friends, let alone your day ones who have been there um, through thick and thin, even when you didn't agree, even when you were arguing, even when you were so mad that they left you to go get their education. And, you, you know, we didn't even be able to deal with that. We, you know, we still were able to make it work. And here we are, you know, 20 some years later, just still rocking it out, still together, full yeah. flat tires. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so, DM, you mentioned you and Naisha met in school. Tell us what that was like and what class and all that. Well, so she was telling a story actually when we were catching up that is way sweeter because I can't actually even pinpoint when. I met Naisha, but I know that once she entered my life, like it was full force. I wanted to be around this, this lady all the time. Like she just made me laugh like no other. Um, I just remember like walking through the forest, uh, cause UCSC campus is like right in the middle of Redwood forest. Hillsides, you know, do a little something, something and like just chill hanging out all the time. And it was really great having her. Um, but we, we were in the same college at UCSC. Uh, it was called Oaks. Um, so we were in the dorms together. Uh, but yeah. Awesome. Naisha, what was the story? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, it's kind of like a stalker story. I <laughs> so I remember being on the bus. So, uh, the way that Santa Cruz works because it's in like the Redwood forest, it's also a real integral part of the city itself. So this, the public bus services the campus. And they also have their inter-campus system, like uh, transportation system. But I remember being on the bus and I was getting off of my stop. And I see this, like, what I thought was a black, white, like mixed race, black, white girl. And it was like, she was running or walking and her long curly hair. I remember this so vividly. It was like a Twilight movie. It was like flowing in the wind. And she had this hippie like skirt on. And I just like saw her vibe. And I was like, I like her. I need to get to know her. And I never, I, we didn't talk for probably months after that, but I just remember seeing her walk and I'm just like, who is that chick? She's so beautiful with her wavy curly hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I could just tell, like, even being, like, on the bus and seeing her walking, that her energy was great and that we were going to be connected. It was yeah. really cool. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. <laughs> they have such nice – they had a nice story. We'll have to it tell them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even know that story until, was, until I was, I was like, blood in, blood out. Was like, right. oh, you going to be down? You won't be down? <laughs> and you jump them in. Yes. I saw this flowing angel of a person in her hippie skirt, and she just floated. And I just felt like the aura that was around her was a bright orange. And I was a yes. And I was like, yeah, that's the one. We're going to be best friends. And <laughs> Santa Cruz. 
As corny as that sounds, it really was like that. <laughs> and that's where a lot of my like hippie spirit came from was connecting with Deanne. Thanks, Deanne. For those who don't know, Santa Cruz is a very um, hippie, loving, I am one with the moon type of town. Yeah, <laughs> and the ocean, it's right there, yeah. And right. I was born and raised in Santa Cruz, so I, I was just going to college right up the hill. So I came full force with that. Uh, wild hippie energy. <laughs> love it. Love it. We need all that love in the world. Sierra, I think you might have a mystery friend. I'm not sure. Welcome. Please introduce yourself. Oh, hi. I'm Toya. Hi, Toya. Great. Can you guys tell us a story about how you met? A student currently, she graduates in May, and she was my resident. And I was an RA in my, my sophomore year. And so she was one of the few, few girls who were in my floor. And I would always, like, try to, like, schedule check-ins and, like, do a whole bunch of things. And her and her roommate were just so uninterested. Like, I was the above and beyond, like, doing way too much RA. Just so excited. Just very happy to be here. Just <laughs> cannot shake it. And she could not care less, honestly and truly. And it was just... Honestly, it didn't happen until the year after that we became um, closer because that year I was, I was off CC <laughs> and I'll let you know that. Toya? Uh, so the difference between the way she told the story and the way I remember it <laughs> is um, this going above and beyond me. She was really like the police she was really the ops and so um I remember during orientation week you know I had just got to New Orleans I came late um and I was skipping the sessions because I thought I don't have to go to any of them I'm wrong and Cece stops me on my way out the door and says um excuse me there's a session going on right now and I said I know and I left and if you know and anything about her if you know anything about her like Cece Jr. really is what I was being but I said, I digress. I, I said, you what, girl? <laughs> she was getting a taste of her own medicine, sounds like. Mm, got it. <laughs> so I like this because you guys had a different perspective of how you met, which is a great segue into how Coco and I met, which we also, too, differ on this here story. Yes. Um, I you know believe that my version is the accurate version. So. I do too, Janae. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, so we met at church. Um, we met at a group called Mom and Me. My mom decided she wanted us to formulate this bond. And so she was taking us to these classes. And so, you know, it being a class, it being church, I had a journal and I came in and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know any of these youth. Um, Coco and her posse were like charter members, so they had it on lock. So her mom was teaching the class. Was your mom teaching the class? I think her and Ms. Brooks. Yeah, we're teaching the class. And so I go in and, you know, we start introductions and I say, hi, you know, I'm Janae. That's really before I had found my Nene persona. Hi, I'm Janae. You know, I'm from such and such. And she goes, oh, you got a journal? Ask you. Just like, just like in that time. Oh, you got a journal? 10 out of 10 believe. Listen, I am trying to be holy, okay? I am trying to be at one in this relationship with the Lord and my mama. So I like to say I was shamed. And because of that, I led a life of sin and it was all Coco's fault. So. <laughs> and we're still together. Living <laughs> a life of sin. <laughs> and we, got a, we got a duplex in hell waiting for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outside, outside the palace. Mm -hmm. So this is what really happened. This is what really happened. We met at Mom and Me, and she came in. I don't. I don't think I remember seeing her before that. But she had a journal, and I did. We didn't have journals back then. We wrote. We wrote on like the pamphlet, like the the program that they pass at a church, or you opened up the offering envelope and you wrote your notes in there. Yeah, see, Naisha knows. Yes. So she bought a journal. I was like, Oh my god! I was like, Ma, she got a journal. What Janae heard was, uh-uh, no, she ain't here, right? No, she ain't holy enough to remember. That's what Janae heard. What I heard was, that is a good tool and strategy to make sure that you are capturing what the word is saying 
I'm and calling BS. You did not say it. Oh, like that. I did. Yes, I did. And, <laughs> and that's how we met. So then we went to the God's Woman Conference. Like oh, we don't like, need to. We don't. We don't need to get into a all week that. later. A week later. Yeah, and we a week later. We'll be a week yeah. later. But anyway, we'll our secrets for later. Yeah, yeah, later. later. <laughs> okay, so um, we've got varying stages here. So. Deanne and Naisha, how many years would you guys say you've been friends since college? 17. Okay. And Toya and Sierra? Half strong. (laughs) Two and a half strong, three years. No, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Love it. Love it. Okay. And so, you know, as Coco and I have been mentioned, it's been 27 years. And the reason why we wanted to have the varying stages is because, of course, just as women, we go through different transitions in life, right? So definitely with friendships, we're just interested in discussing like how we all handle various um, components of those transitions. Um, so Coco, you want to get into some of the... Uh-oh. What? Can you guys see me? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Am I here? I'm here. You guys see me? Hello? Yes. So what is this daily that that strengthens that has been the strength of your friendship? Like what is it the glue that has kept you through these years? And I know like Cece and Toya, you guys you fairly new, fairly fresh, but there could be a whole bunch of things that have happened. Like me in in our beginning stages of Janae and I and the crew, there was a lot, like a lot, like a lot. We'll get into that later. But what is the glue? What is the thing that keeps your friendship strong? Like even if you hadn't talked for all these years and you decided to reconnect for this podcast, what do you think that, what do you think that, that the strength is behind that? Mm. Naisha knows goes. <laughs> I know, I'm all looking at everyone. I can tell everyone's body language. Is like, I'm going first. <laughs> There's no wrong answers. There's no yeah, wrong answers. Whatever you feel. For me, it's been like from the beginning, we've just been real with one another. Like we could talk about anything, like get real nasty or like get real deep or real silly and ridiculous. And like, that's just always been the foundation. And so even if there had been like real big stretches of not talking, um, once we reconnect, it's like we we never stopped. And so um, that's definitely been the glue, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I think that's true. I think also like actions definitely need to align with um, their words. And I think Deanne's always shown me that like whenever we, you guys know this CC and I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Toya. 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 Oh, I should easily know that Toya. But like when you're living in the dorms, cause this is, and you guys know too, but like they're still fresh from it. When you're living in the dorms, so much happens. Yes. You guys are way far removed. <laughs> I saw you today. So are me and Deanne 17 years. Oh, not 17 years, but close enough. Um, there's a lot that happens those first couple years and you get really raw and really um, honest really quickly with some people who essentially are strangers. And I think that openness and honestness helps to build a foundation. And then when their actions align up with that, where I know I can trust Deanne, I know I can go to her without judgment. I know I can experience things with her without judgment. And time and time again, she's always shown up for me and some of our other friends. It lets me know that that's a, a true friend right there. Um, we fought, I remember there's a couple of times we fought like sisters <laughs> and because she's actually younger than me, but she's an older sister. And that plays a big dynamic because I'm the younger sister. And I feel like even though I'm um, a couple months older than her, there is that older sister, younger sister mentality. Um, <laughs> she's also a mom. And so, um, well, now she is. Back then she wasn't, obviously. But I think that has played into that dynamic, too, where it's just like I felt at home. And I felt like I, I knew I could rely on her because she showed me that I could. And I hope that it was the same for me, for you. Or for you, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so before Cece and Toya um, shared theirs, I like how you pointed out like the the um, age or the um, birth order that does play a big factor in it. So like for me and Janae, we we're we're a quartet. We have the crew, and everybody in there is pretty much the same. We're all the oldest child, but then even within the dynamic. There's always one or two who takes that 
more leadership role or the maternal role. And that could very much either make or break a friendship for sure. So that was a good point. Keep saying we have the quartet, which I call the quad. And um, we're in a, this is about friendship. We're right now in a season of debate as to whether we are still all best friends. Um, Mm -hmm. Cece, I know you have a childhood friend that you have known since you were like in kindergarten or so. Um, But there's always that struggle of the ebb and flow of losing contact, not losing contact. And so um, currently I don't think of us as a quad, but we can get into that when we talk about the dynamics of struggles. Okay, Susie and Toya, you're up. I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are young. You guys don't find like any drama in terms of maybe mutual friends or mutual associates that I kind of feel like, you know, well, one, so we live together. So there's, I don't, I don't have the separation of like, oh my God, when are we going to talk again? I miss you. I can't catch up with you. Like, no, every day I better see you and and we're going to talk about the gory details of what happened in our day. But I think like, Right now, the biggest thing that bonds us, in my opinion, um, is is like where our heads are at and like where we're trying to go. And um, just this idea of like, I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about nation building lately, you know, and there are people who have the mindset of like, oh, that sounds good. That looks good. But like having the, the mutual vision for where we want to go and what we want to do. It's like even if we're not living together this time next year, like. This this is the one. This is the one that's gonna that's gonna go with me there. And in terms of when we separate, like what the thing that I feel like will always bond us, um, I definitely feel like I love the Lord. And that's because no matter no matter what's going on, and we have been through some trying things. Okay? I mean, like it, it has gotten Ooh. very real. It got ugly in six months. Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> and we just pray our way through everything. Um, and it's some people just say that, but we really prayer warriors for real in this house. I love it. So did you guys, um, this is a difference being friends, right? And then living together. Were there any small bumps, little bumps, or not even bumps, but maybe something that you had to say, okay, I'm going to need to adjust for that a little bit in order for us to cohabitate? Um, I think that to to touch on the first part of the question, um, there was a, there was a d- dilemma um, that we kind of, we kind of overcame as a chapter. Um, Toy and I are both Deltas, and we are part of the Beta Gamma chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Um, and so we have um, brought together by you know the organization, but the friendship was brought out because of um, a lot of different circumstances and mixes and people's opinions and whatever the case may be. And so Toya and I um, became each other's soundboards um, this time last year. And before we even got to be roommates, we're talking out a lot of things and, and sharing opinions and sharing ideas and just being transparent with one another in a, in a season and a time where other people around us weren't being that transparent and that and weren't being as open and and wanting to take a step forward. And so um, we definitely found comfort in that. And, and I, I honestly will say that, you know, like she said, we, we've grown in Christ together in the last few months more than I've, I've um, thought that I would growing up in the church, feeling like, you know, a church rat most days, but having mm-hmm. someone who didn't grow up in the church the same as me, be yeah. able to teach me and humble me in a lot of ways has, has taught us. Um, we're both nurturers in different capacities. We are very similar, but very, very so different. Crazy. It's like, <laughs> depends on the day, right? Yeah. And, and so we're, we're, but even in the differences, we're in sync. And so I, I bless God that, you know, he brought us together. And, and even in our differences, we're able to have conversations and be transparent, even in our most vulnerable states. And it's nothing but God. Like this, this was so random. Like we did not have this planned out. We're gonna graduate and listen. No, this just happened. Can I just take the time and give y'all some snaps? Because to be under 25 and 
have so much shit together, okay? Because I'm pretty sure that Coco and I were still talking about what we fight it. Oh, bet. <laughs> Who is it? First of all, I was now. Now hold on, hold on. <laughs> 198 miles away and talking about. Oh, I need to drive up. I need to come up the five. What's happening? Or you're in a minute. The five? I'll be there in a minute. Uh, and. This is interesting to me, and this is I'm so glad we're doing this because you guys brought up a really good point about your walks with God. Because I think in my most prominent growth, even though we grew up in our formative years in the church, that part of our friendship happened separately. Um, and it had to kind of separate like a fork in the road, and we were able to come back around. But I wouldn't say, and correct me if I'm wrong kind of the get down less fast, less pray wasn't a dynamic of our friendship initially, which is, I'm so glad that you guys have that because ooh, Lord knows the Lord have to stop you sometimes from catching a case. If you know what I mean. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's another thing too. Like with the, the stages, when you become friends at what stage of life you're in, um, where you are at that time, like we became friends in high school, very early in high school. And so like we learned about fasting and praying and, you know, all that and the, the foundations, we, we learned the foundations together. We did the application later on. I, I feel like we, you know, really got into the application to that. So it was um, after 27, 17, 10, two years, there's a lot of growth that happens. And a lot of times you outgrow your friends who you thought would there, be there forever. And sometimes you grow with your friends and it may not be at the same time. But growth has to happen because if not, then we can reminisce about back in the day, every day, all day, but I'm not that same person anymore. So that that's a good point. Um, that was, y'all are deep. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, okay. You know, um, you already know. Walk us through a time where you just did not see eye to eye and it was a something. It was a thing. It wasn't a thing thing, but it was a thing. And you guys had to communicate through it or maybe step away and come back to the table um, or just have a conversation about it. I mean, communication is key in any relationship, but relationship between women, um, it's also a quite critical foundational place. Sophomore year, we moved into the same on-campus apartment. Junior year, we lived separately. And then senior year, her and I and two other good friends of ours, we got an off-campus house that her mom um, was able to help us get. It was a beautiful home, two blocks from the beach. It was awesome. Um, but then her boyfriend at the time had just recently graduated, I think, from UC Berkeley. And then, yeah, and had moved in with us. And we hated him. <laughs> And during the time, like, you know, when you're in it, it's hard to see it. But as an outsider looking in, we all saw it um, or we all it started to become very clear some of the things that were going on that we didn't like. And so it was a very hard year to kind of get through Um, so much so like it almost broke our friendship, um, especially after um, we graduated and you got pregnant with Rosalie. Mm -hmm. Um, Stayed with him. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember they got married and we weren't invited. Um, and that really hurt. But is there an expectation? My, didn't even come. my own mother wouldn't come. So, you know, that's a sign right there from. <laughs> yeah, she I mean, in hindsight, had she invited me, I probably I, I think I would have come. But she was right not to invite me because I wasn't there to like bless their matrimony. I probably would have been like, I object <laughs> and push him over the, the cliff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I was hurt by that. And, um, we kind of just like moved up. That was like the, the pinnacle of us, like kind of going our own separate ways was right after graduation. Mm-hmm. And I got connected with some other friends and she was, you know, starting her family with this asshole. And so, um, and the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> That's a lot of editing. Please check. Flip it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was hard. It wasn't just me either. It was a lot of other friends in her life too that saw the same things, and um, yeah. it was of course pushed away. Yeah, we and so it's like when you're seeing your friend hurting, 
especially having known like what we've been through and we've shared a lot of our own personal traumas and situations growing up and stuff. And then to see someone going through something that you don't want for them, it, I mean, I am my sister's sister. Like I'm not, it's hard for me to not want to say something. And I, at the time didn't understand. I mean, I, now I do looking back, I've been in my own such similar situations. I get it. I understand why we put ourselves in those situations and why we stay. But as a friend, it was very hard for me to sit back and watch that. And so it was easier to walk away mm-hmm. um, and let ourselves kind of move on into our mid twenties and our late twenties and kind of figure out life the way we needed to figure out separate from each other for a few years. I was gonna ask, how long, how long were you guys? Separate? Yeah. Um, I mean, what seven years seven eight yeah maybe even nine like um if we would keep in shock with each other through facebook sure. but it wasn't the same but our hearts weren't connected and it was because i had to put up walls all around me um because i was choosing to live a lie knowing full well that like that was not that was not for me um and it took me 15 years to get out of that um relationship and move on with my life and create an amazing uh you know current lifestyle and so um yeah but I'm so blessed that Naisha has come back into my life and the other um, really lovely friend, our, our mutual, I call us a triad because it's the <laughs> three of us. Um, Noelle uh, came back into my life as well. So yeah, you gotta like fuck up so that you can um, grow like, up. New. Yeah, fuck up yeah. to grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember one thing that stood out and I shared this with my sister. I think I shared this with you, Deanne too, was when you finally told us, me and, De- me and Noelle, that you were getting a divorce, you were like hesitant because you did, you thought we were going to say, I told you so. And I felt like that hurt so much to hear you. It was not hearing you say it. It was typed in Facebook messenger. Um, but I understand where you, why you thought that because when we separated the old Naisha probably would have said that, but because we had separated for so long, you, me and uh, Noel had done our own growth outside of each other. And so you didn't get to know the way that I grew and that I would never, this new Naisha would never have said that to you. Um, and so that was like the start of us kind of coming back a little bit was mm-hmm. when, um, and then the divorce didn't happen for a while after that, but it was like the first step in the right direction <laughs> for our friendship too. <laughs> Noel, congratulations on um, coming out of that. And Deanne. I'm sorry. Noel. Noel. I said Noel and I heard it. Deanne. Deanne. Don't tell Noel that you called me Noel right now because she'll get mad. Oh my God. I used to do it all, I used to do it all the time, though. I oh my God. I almost took my I have a follow up question, though. Deanne, do you think during that period of time, if Naisha would have reached out, you would have been receptive? Prior to um, the- yes, but at the same time, like I, my life was still, you know, in shambles and like, I, I was just like trying to survive. And I feel like when you're in survival mode, it's really hard to connect with, um, with anyone. Um, so I wouldn't have been able to be the same kind of friend that I am now. Um, but if, yeah, of course, if like she had reached out, I would have loved to have her in my life again, but you know, I was still living a lie. So it wasn't, wouldn't have worked. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Toya and Sierra. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I don't know what you're going to say, but I know that mine is, um, we had a very interesting homecoming last homecoming. And, um, I was, not as involved um, because I got in trouble at school. And so this is a whole nother story along the line. I am, I am just heathen as they say. Um, (laughs) But I, I was not as involved in chapter things and different organizations and things. So when homecoming came around, um, there was a lot of drama that came. My name was kind of thrown into some mud and things like that. And, um, you know, I didn't anticipate Toya coming to my defense um, solely because I wasn't in the mix, if that makes sense. And so the conversation was about me, but it wasn't involving me. And so um, to hear from other people how she corrected the behavior and did it in a way that was so gracefully something that Cece Coco Nene wouldn't be able to really 
well, maybe Nene on a good, maybe, maybe Nene, but <laughs> Co, you know how we get down. You right, you right, you right. <laughs> and so I, and so I was, I, so she is, um, my my special which is a, which is one of my neos and so she but she's a special neo to me I, she go. is my only uh, she is my only special and so i have um 21 other neos and she has 11 other older sisters and so even though we are all sisters there is a very big dynamic and difference in authority and so there are times where um they do their own thing we do their own thing and so in the midst of homecoming um the neos got to wild it and so the Neos got to Wildland and it was a whole bunch of drama. I didn't really hear about it until after the fact. But one thing that was very clear was that um, things were being said about Cece and, and Toya wasn't, not only wasn't engaging in the conversation, but was checking the behavior in a way that was um, effective and, and also like made them realize you know, what is the point of having this conversation? Like, how are we helping each other? How are we helping Cece? Like, where is this getting at? And it wasn't then and there that she, that she said it in the thread. But I know, like, later on in that, she had the conversation with not just the whole line, but people individually. And just making sure, like, if we're going to be sisters, authentic sisters in this chapter, then spending time talking about one another behind each other's back and laughing and kiki can. And we can't get down like that. Because there's no business in that. There's no way for us to grow and develop in that. And and I just had from there a whole bunch of respect for her and appreciation um, because that to me was compassion in an environment in a space where you didn't have to be. Um, and so that decision to me made me realize how much I respect and love her. That's, and that, that's important because you have in any dynamic, depending no matter how many you have your best friends. And like Janae said, we, we have a difference of opinion. I still consider the, the four are the four, but um, there always has to be that one who will have a clear head about them because there's always going to be a cocoa in the group. <laughs> there's always going to be a cocoa in the group. And when you are trying to fight somebody at the mall and get caught up and have to go to the, the security office, and that one cool-headed person who didn't freak out on the walkway was like, look, I'm her sister. She is high yellow and I am brown skin. That's my sister. And I'm going to call my mama's lawyer. And this is what's going to happen. You got to have that person who's going to keep you level-headed, who's, who's going to be level-headed, who will also know what bell bonds to call when things hit the fan. And so that that's important. Like that's, that's another thing that goes along with like the birth order and friendships with, and you know, birth orders within friendships. Those are all key things that you don't think about. You take things for granted because you can, I mean, those are small things, but they do play an important role in your friendship, your dynamic, and then the growth of your friendship, the longevity of your friendship, and then how that friendship um, affects you and um, makes you become the person that you are, you know, later on or the person you don't want to be later on, you know? So that's, those are, y'all are. Yeah. They're on it. They're on it. We'll have to invite you guys back and talk about sisters on the line. Sisters on the line. Yeah. Podcast, okay. <laughs> in or born in. Okay. That's oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I think the integrity piece of that exchange with you guys is definitely huge because what folks will say and how you will either remain silent or, um, you know, again, engage in the corrective behavior is, is so true to the game. And Coco, listen, look at me and Cece, sisters, it doesn't matter. We never talk all shades, baby girl. Okay. Day before, Cause that was before Cece was born. So I was just like, you, okay. And, and the dude just rolled with it. Listen, <laughs> Let me say this too, Deanne, because I believe that our situation is very similar. And uh, Janae and I spoke about this last or two weeks ago. Um, there's been many, many pivotal um, situations, circumstances, events in our lives, in our friendship that have been negative turn positive, positive turn negative, um, extremely pivotal. Um, you know, I was in a very dark place with my ex-husband 
for a really long time. And when you're in that, when you're in that darkness, you don't see it. You don't know that you're in it. You're just in it. And like you said, when you said that I got goosebumps, you're just trying to survive because that's all you know to do at that time. There is no thrive. There's barely a live. Um, And typically if you are living, it's for your children. And Mm -hmm. so um, for you to, to, to share that and Naisha for you to, it's hard. I feel like looking on from the outside of me being in that darkness on the outside of my friends and what they were going through. That's deep to understand what they were going through as my best friend as my sister friends and feeling like that hopelessness or like that ain't Coco. What do we do? Sometimes the best thing you can do is step away because you might try to save that person so much that they're never going to learn the lesson or you, you can't, you can't save the person. Like I had to come out of it. The only way I was able to come out of it was because I had so many warriors praying for me to help me get out of it. And then my friends were still there. And so the fact that you guys have been able to reconnect and Deanne, I can see the light in you. I can see the change. I can see the transformation. I can see it in Aisha's, you know, you know, talking about you, it's major. So I don't want you to think that it was, it's just an anecdotal. That's major. That's, Thank you. that's yeah. It feels super major. <clears throat> and when you said like that, you, you didn't, you don't know when you're in the darkness. I have to disagree. I, I knew I was in that darkness, but I was trying to fight it. And, and that's part of me. Like I'm just a very stubborn human. I want what I want. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of um, women are, are like that. Sometimes um, people can be like that, but um I, I couldn't be in that any longer. And so, you know, true love always comes back around. So I knew that Naisha um, was on the other side of that light waiting for me, but I had to get there first. Um, but yeah, so grateful for her and Noelle. And we, we talked about it. What was it? Three years, four years ago, we met up in Malibu. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because like some of the things that you were going through at that current time, I had just, I was also going through, even though you weren't with him anymore I didn't say his name again him anymore and I wasn't with mine anymore it was like such a crazy parallel like damn we were suffering in silence alone mm-hmm. but then when we did come together it just felt like this big I don't know right yeah a shared light that's awesome yeah. exchange of, of positive energy so to speak and like mm-hmm. like spirits and as Coco mentioned, one of the biggest transitions for our friendship was that period when she was with her ex-husband. And I think the hardest part on my end was that I had gone away to college and I was not fully aware because she was trying to survive of everything that was going on. And during that period, that initial transition of me going away, I mean, we went from, you know, five times a week together to not being together. Um, we touched in very surface, like, so it was more of like, Hey, what's up? How's Johnny, her son, her eldest son, you know, how's school? Oh my gosh, it's crazy fun. I'm meeting these new people because listen, and this is going to take us into communication style because had I known, I basically would have been calling the lawyer for my own self because one thing I don't do is play with my friends. And one thing I do recognize, um, just through various people, God has placed me in, God has placed in my life, my friends are very similar, whether they're from college or from from childhood, is that I'm very protective of mine. And, um, you know, I I can go to law school and get my degree while in prison. That's just what it comes down to. Because she's my day one and we we are the definition of ride or die and or go to prison. So um, it was hard for me finding out after the fact, everything that she was going through, it broke my heart um, to know that I couldn't even, and and even just to have been there to just give a side eye to somebody, because they also know the counterparts know I don't play. Um, but in the same regard, Naisha, what you were saying about when you got together and, and talked about it, I had a friend in college who was going through the same situation. And I tell Coco, you know, I can only cut one nigga at a time. So I was down in SoCal helping my my godson's mom go through this relationship where I had to show up at two o'clock in the morning and pick them up. I had to, you know, let it be known that you, we're not going to do this dance as long as I'm around. So um, I appreciate um, 
those transitions that have happened for us. That also kind of brings us into what communication tools work in your dynamic. What is your, wait, let me back up. What is your communication style and what tools do you use in your friendship? So this makes me think about the, um, the different dynamics of where we came from, like our background. You know, I'm an only child to a single parent. You know, you know, CC. <laughs> like the middle of a hundred. <laughs> yeah. So, I was going to say something like that. Won't. So Sierra, tell, just give a snippet of how, you know, only child, single parent versus. Um, I'm the middle of five on my mom's side. And we all have siblings in our, in our father's respective. So those are all our siblings um, that we call up our siblings. So when I say a hundred is, it is so. Um, because of the counterparts, kids, and so on and so forth. <laughs> I like that. Wait, one. really? Is it really a hundred, or is it like so, it's a, we call? We say we have five for who shared a womb, but by DNA association, there's about twenty. Dang, twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have five others, but dang, <laughs> twenty. <laughs> so sorry. Go ahead, Toya. To your different backgrounds. So, you know, I have a tendency to not communicate and um, I kind of like, and I'll, I'll feel some kind of way maybe in the moment or something will be bothering me. I won't want to talk about it then. I won't bring it up. If you ask me what's wrong, I'm good. No problem. I'm fine. And I'll just kind of go be. And if I want to talk about it, if it is, you know, then I'll come back and be like, hey, what's going on? you know, um, but even in the times when I don't do that, CC is really good about like being like, hey, what's going on? Like, let's talk. And one of the biggest things really, and this isn't, I don't know about communication maybe, but that she's taught me is um, like, you're not stronger just because you go through something by yourself, which I think is a mentality I really came into this house with. Like, I got it. I do it all myself. Like, I don't need nobody. You know, I mean, you can help, but you also don't have to help. And just continue to show me like she wouldn't be who she is if it wasn't for the village. And I just call on that every time I'm scared to like ask for help to say something or or something's weighing on me. Like I just remember I'm not stronger just because I keep it in. That's an awesome revelation, Toya. And let me just say, having 55 years on you, learn it now. Absolutely. You are me and her. The upper. I don't know what camera she is on you guys' screen, but because what happens when you're older and you don't learn that is it becomes severe anxiety. It becomes severe depression because God didn't intend for us to handle it all on our own. Whatever it is, we are not designed. Our spirits are not designed to be that way. So I'm glad that you are aware of that because I don't think I came into that until about three years ago and I'm 40 plus. Okay. Um, I I mean, and, and by then I'm like, whoo, child, I'm tired. Right. And so um, that's, that's an awesome revelation. And so Coco, before you comment, let Cece go ahead and talk about her communications. I am a product of Janae Monique Waterfield. And so in turn, I am laying everything <laughs> on the, I'm laying, I'm laying it all on the table. Okay. I'm laying it out. Okay. No, I'm sorry. But, um, but seriously, like I am, um, I feel like in order for us to, in order for you to see me and see how I, I how I want you to understand me, you have to listen. Um, and in order for me to vice versa, I need to listen. And um, I learned active listening in high school um, and just the understanding of listening to understand and not listening to respond. And that took a lot of work for someone like me, because if you know, um, well, I won't say that, but it took a lot of work for me because um, I am a talker, truthfully. I could, I could run it from the stories to the details to, you know, describing how delicious the food is like I am. We can go on and on. Right. <laughs> um, but the the significance to me and something that I've learned about with Toya is like my patience in understanding, if that makes sense. And so like when I'm wanting to understand somebody, uh, I have to have patience in, in trying to see their side and trying to get where they're coming from because I'm asking that in return. Um, and so in this space, she 
and I, um, we will let everything out, but we might not address it right then and there. And so we have the space to where I can say something to her and then we can pick it up tomorrow. And that's just, we'll both be in agreement, or, you know, we both have so much to say, but it's so heavy that we just both need some space. We need some, our own individual time with God. And then we can able to, to lead and to build and to figure out what it is that we, and it's from anything to, you know, picking out groceries to having a real conversation on, you know, who we allow in our space, right? Like that's, those are things that we talk about and continuously talk about what's working and what's not working. Um, but I'm definitely a, conversationalist to say the least even in the uncomfortableness I'll, I'll be you know antsy and anxious but I would rather leave with everything out than still feeling like I'm holding something in dang I'm like saying I want to like just really reiterate what Janae said like you guys are so under 25 and you've already discovered or you're discovering this about yourselves like there's something about and like I know well yeah I, I at least have 12 years on y'all some maybe more, but like there's something about your generation that is like leading the way and almost like this empathic like soul where you're learning, you're quicker to learn about yourselves than us. Um, so that's really cool to hear you guys say that and to wow. Yeah, that is that of course we're gonna give it to God because he is the great manufacturer, but I also hope, Sierra, that the blessing of being such an older sister. One thing that I know for the younger kids is we was going to talk about everything because our parents didn't talk about shit. Okay. <laughs> they didn't tell us a lot of things we needed to know to navigate life. Um, they didn't tell us don't get involved in so-and-so look for the red flags. They didn't tell us don't take this job or as women of color, you might be treated X, Y, and Z again, another podcast. Let us know if you want to come back. Um, and so that was one thing I was going to do from the, for all of the younger siblings is that you want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Here's the real hood, how it goes. Um, and I'm so thankful that to see that manifested in you and you be able to show those around you who might not be able to have it. Um, that's awesome. I want to pause Deanne and Naisha. I want to hear from you, but we're going to break this podcast up. Um, so I'm going to meet you guys for a minute while Coco and I, just do our little segue. Can I figure out how to mute everybody? I'm so 44. I can mute myself. I can mute yeah. yourself. I can mute myself. Coco, you you unmute. You why she always trying to hush me up. Coco, you unmute. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us for this um discussion and this show on healing and dealing. For the rest of this dynamic conversation, please join us on our Patreon account where you can subscribe to hear the bonus content as well as the remainder of this conversation. Our Patreon account is Dylan in Healing. That is D-E-A-L-N-H-E-A-L-N. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, also Dylan in Healing, D-E-A-L-N-H-E-A-L-N. Coco, any last words for those of uh, who won't cross over and follow us over? Um, I would like to say thank you to all of our participants, our siblings and their best friends for um, joining us today and being so candid and open and honest with um, their answers. I know that um, keeping things bottled up or not sharing doesn't help anyone. And so I just appreciate them and all that they, they were able to share today.